Welcome to Geeksploration, the podcast where we don't need 30 tries to do this intro. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Warm your fingers up, grab your controllers, get ready to break some rules. We're talking video game cheat codes. Oh, hey, Ben. How are you doing? I'm just fantastic. How about yourself You're there, John? just fantastic. Just fantastic. I, can't, I haven't gone no beyond fantastic <laughs> recently. <laughs> um, I'm doing well. Um, here we are. We're in the booth. Yeah. Um, like you said just moments ago, we're going to be talking about some video game cheat codes. And I think this is kind of a surprise that, that, we, that we got an episode out of this. We'd been talking... Um, about doing some little mini topics or maybe just doing some debriefs for a little bit while I'm trying to to uh, to hustle on this comic book. Um, but, you know, as we were researching, I think we both found out independently that there's a decent little amount to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we, we, we talked internally about kind of going easy for a little bit here because John's got to finish up drawing the book. I'm, I'm going to be trying to letter it and... Uh, you're not going to be trying. You're going to be doing it. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm going to be trying to letter the book well. I won't let you <laughs> not do it. So it's just kind of a busy month. And so we didn't want to get into anything where we had to watch four seasons of a TV show and a movie and uh, read a comic book yeah. spinoff of it. You know, uh, like Futurama, Terminator, uh, Conan, I don't know, Rocky, like those will all be coming down eventually. They are not the thing for right now. We don't have that much spare time. So, uh, so yeah, we were thinking about doing a little mini episode, and uh, we thought of like video game cheat codes. Like we've got some good memories of those. There's some interesting stories behind them that we could do with uh, absolutely minimal research. We could just kind of go off the top of our head and kind of do a little abbreviated format. Yeah. So now that we've got business out of the way, how have you been, Ben? Like how how's your week been? Oh, uh, it's been good. April Fool's Day came and went. I did not pull any pranks on anybody, mm. um, which was a bummer. That used to be a sacred yeah, day for us. Absolutely. I used to just really get into it and uh, just, you know, I had work and things were going on and I just didn't get around to pulling any shenanigans. Yeah, it was easier when we were younger, you know, when we were all in our 20s and and we just had time, you know, yeah. like, like we sure we went to work, but, you know, we were planning out a prank like we, you know. One year, I remember when your wife was pregnant, we convinced our buddy that his uh, that his girlfriend at the time was pregnant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had um, your we had your wife take a pregnancy <laughs> test. Not only that, we had your wife pee in a cup because the, the the friend here was a nurse, so you know she knew how to handle that stuff. We had her pee in a cup so that way, when our friend didn't believe the pregnancy test, she could go into the bathroom and take, and take one. one. Yes. Oh, it was brilliant. Hey, we need to get back into that game. That was that was solid. yeah. I mean, best prank ever when your when your sister, I mean, without going into all the gory details, basically convinced me that I should be worried that I had HIV. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the best prank ever. Like, I, yeah, when when she told me the next day, you know, I, I first thing I did was gave her a high five. Yeah, you let's, know, like, let you stew for a night. Yeah, it was it was a rough <laughs> night, but great prank. 
Yeah, this year, uh, Dan from the movie seller got me. Oh, really? What do you do on on Twitter? Like I like him and and on Second Watch and other podcasts. Like switched. Like they each put their latest episode out on on the other person's feed. Oh, for April Fool's Day, which is a cool, clever thing to do. Yeah, and uh, he put out Twitter thing, thing saying that they were coming on to talk about the 1980s classic Big Long Dongs, and I was like, I haven't heard of that, and he totally got me to Google Big Long Dongs. <laughs> <laughs> like i googled it and i was like oh yeah yep yeah, no this is yeah this is an april fool's thing <laughs> oh dan that was amazing oh that brought so much light into my life uh angelina put salt on both mine and our little one's uh toothbrushes that, that's a clever one i've never yeah. done that one apparently that like, was a classic uh for yeah. her growing up but I didn't really notice something like I, I tasted the salt, but I thought I had just like, I thought there was something like salty in my teeth from what I had just yeah. eaten. I was like, oh, that's weird. Must've had like some extra minty toothbrush to, or toothbrush, toothpaste to, uh, to cover it up. But yeah. And she'd even asked me like, has anyone pranked you yet? And I was like, no. And she's like, <laughs> oh, is, is, John, is John not brushing his teeth? <laughs> Which at that point of the day, I hadn't, I, I brushed him at, at like noon. No, working for working home. Out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I used to pull the old the like saran wrap on the toilet thing a lot. Yeah. Um, but now as an adult, my kids are just going to pee all over everything, and uh, it's not as funny when you have to clean it up. Like when it's yeah. at somebody else's house and they pee all over themselves, and then they have to clean it up. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, those are the days. Dog shit in the door handle. Oh yeah. Fish carcasses in the gutter of the house. And even those were just from friends being, you know, yeah, not wanting to hang out. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. we'll show you. Those weren't even April Fool's. Like I, <laughs> our buddy Zach and I had a, a running fish feud where we would just hide fish in random places. Oh, that was part of the feud? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, feud and good fun. But uh, yeah, we, we, fish ended up places that uh, were hard to find and easy to smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Of course, we all know what happened this week at the Oscars, so... If it's still a thing next week, we'll talk about it. But yeah. I'm I'm kind of tired of it. It feels like it's reaching its uh, its natural conclusion. I'm more interested in talking about the the whole Ezra Miller shit, but um that is for next week on the on the debrief. Weird. I've never given a preview for the debrief. Ooh, get people excited. <laughs> um cheat codes. Yeah, let's uh let's do some cheating. So, do you have any insight into like the genesis of cheat codes i do oh do tell so the most famous cheat code in the world yeah is also generally recognized as the first cheat code oh, in the shit. world the konami code i know this history too but i'll yeah. let you take it yeah up up <laughs> down down left right left right b a mm -hmm. it was basically an accident um, one of the, the, the programmers on the project, uh, Kazuhisa Hashimoto, put it in so that he could test the game easier. Basically, it was in Gradius in, back in 1986. Hard-ass game. Yeah, fucking well, hard as hell. Sorry for yelling into the microphone. So it gave you, uh, it gave you like all the power-ups, essentially, so he could go through and you know blast through the levels and make sure everything worked the way it was supposed to. And he meant to take it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, uh, he plumb forgot. <laughs> and uh when it like they they i guess they discovered it like as it was about to go to production and they were just like fuck we don't have time to go back because if we remove it maybe there'll be some bugs and oh yeah fix them so they just let it go and figured nobody will ever figure this out yeah i mean that that is a weird 
I mean, okay, so if you're thinking about what combinations of buttons you could map out for a cheat code, that's not so weird. But thinking that somebody would randomly press that and figure it out. Yeah. I'm not surprised they left it in. It's like, ah, fuck it. Without any previous history of there having been cheat codes. Like, yeah. So no one's looking for a cheat code. There was just some kid who was button mashing the shit <laughs> and panicking in Gradius and all of a sudden got all the power-ups and was able to replicate it. Or it leaked. I'm not really sure how it came out. So do you know in uh, in Gradius if you can press it any time and get the power-ups or if it's something that has to be done on the title screen like so many others? I'm pretty sure it's in level. Like once you're in level, you can oh, do it shit. And, and it'll it'll work. Because it was like I said, it was, they were testing. He'd start a level if he needed the extra help. He put the code in and yeah. blast through the level because Gradius is a ball buster. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea that even the creators of the game had to create a <laughs> cheat to just play test it. I mean, I would imagine that they were also able to beat it normally, but, you know, like if, when you want to be able to like test things out, you need to be able to do stuff. And I, and I guess before that, it was fairly commonplace to put little cheats and stuff in that allowed the programmers to do that, to test oh, okay. it. It's just they they always took them out first. Man, I want to go play some Gradius. I've, I've never actually played it with the cheat code. Yeah, I'm not sure I have either, now that you mention it. Yeah, and, I, uh, I usually play for like... You know, half a level, get frustrated, and stop. Most of the, most of my Gradius playing has been on arcade. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I never owned it for the NES, and I, I've played it on an emulate, like an emulated version NES version before. But uh, I, I've definitely played it in the arcade a lot more, and it also kicked my ass there too. <laughs> it's weird. It was like it was made to suck money out of your pockets. <laughs> Almost like they wanted my quarters. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is that, like, nowadays, the Konami code is, what's that word you love, ubiquitous? It is, yeah. Like, it is the code. Everyone knows it. It's in pop culture. Like, I, I saw a little clip of uh, even, like, Family Guy. They were, like, flying a spaceship, and he's like, quick, quick, uh, you know, put in up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A. And we'll get it infinity lives. Yeah, yeah, it was in Wreck-It Ralph and a bunch of other things. Uh, if anybody knows one by heart, uh, it's either this one or one from their favorite game. Yeah. And what's interesting is that when we were kids, that was known as the Contra code. Like, I, yeah, I remember years before, like, I, I remember resisting the idea of calling it the Konami code. Because I was like, fuck you, it's the Contra code. I don't give a shit if they use it in other games. It's the Contra code. Because that's where we all ran into it the first time. Like, everybody knew that if you were playing Contra... You know, you see those letters come down as soon as dun, you hear dun, that first dun, note. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. You put that code in, you get your 30 lives, and you can actually beat the game. Yeah, with ease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, game changer, 30 lives in that thing. 10 times more lives than you start with. I know I've threatened before to uh, to go and try to beat it, you know, in one game with the three lives, but I still haven't done it. I... I think I may have beaten it with continues with the three lives. I'm pretty sure I've done that. Yeah. The, the fucking, the laser zone or what's that one called with all the, I know, uh, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. With that's the, the one that always takes me out. Oh, see, I've, I've got that one good in time. That one whoops my ass every time. It feels like I should have it. Like it shouldn't kick my ass, but it wipes me out every time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can get three quarters of the way through the game. I feel confident with that with that assessment there because like 
I could be starting like the fourth level, which I think is the one with like the arcing like grenades that come yeah, over. Yeah, the snow one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I can start that one with like extra lives just from not dying and building it. Like if I get the repeat or rapid and the spread, I'm fucking. Oh, yeah. You're I'm golden for a while. At that point. Yeah. Contra was definitely my first impression to this code. Like that is where I encountered it. And I don't remember where I heard about it. I don't know if it was from another person or from like Nintendo Power. Because the internet wasn't a thing. Yeah. So like you had to hear about all these things either through like an official publication or through the grapevine. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Like now if you're playing a game and you're like, what are the cheat? You just Google it and you could have them all at your fingertips. It was not the case then. Oh yeah. It It is a glorious time to be living in. Yeah. You know, like I've... It's helped me out a lot to just have a bunch of cheats. Because here's the thing. Like, I'm not a fucking purist. I do not mind using cheat codes at all. If it's going to make the game either more fun or more interesting or get me out of a jam. Like, I don't have so much pride that I that I will not use a cheat code out of some, uh, some sense of morality. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, I don't think it'd be morality. Like, I, I would prefer to be able to beat a game without a cheat code. Mm-hmm. But if I can't... I don't, you know, like Contra, like I want to be able to, sometimes I just want to be able to play through Contra. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll put the code in or in, uh, but, but in a lot of like a lot of other games, like I'll try and beat it straight. You know, like that's my goal. Like, uh, you know, um, but I love using them to make things more fun, you know, or just to make it more casual sometimes, you know, where it's just, it's cool. Like it's not, you want to play some Gradius, but, uh, you want to kick some ass at the same time, mm-hmm. get all the power-ups and just be a ship-blasting machine. Yeah, I think when I was younger, if there were cheat codes, I would just skip right to it. And just, like, I wouldn't try to beat it at first, you know, on its own. Like, I, I think I was just like, if I can get all weapons <laughs> in God try. mode, fuck yeah, <laughs> That's I'm why in. I'm playing this game. Yeah. Um, these days, I'm I'm more apt to to try it on its own first. Yeah, because there is an experience that the the developers are trying to curate for you, especially today. There's a lot more, I think, like effort and thought put into the experience now than there was in the NES days. Not to denigrate those guys, but I mean, it was just, it was more of a, here's the game, here's a mechanic. It's kind of short, so let's just make it really hard to make it long. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now there there is a bit more of an experience and, you know, they put a lot of thought into, into the gameplay loop and how everything ties together. So, it, you know, I think there's a, a something there in keeping that in, in... It's like a musician when they make an album. Sometimes it's meant to be listened to as an album. And if yeah. you go skipping yeah. around, it kind of mucks with their experience. Not that it's, you know, it's fine to skip around, but you, you lose something. Yeah, and, and, you know, back in the early days, they just had an arcade mentality. You know, it was, yeah. like, it was like replay, replay, replay. And if you get to the last level of the game and you're out of continues... All right, start over again. That's that's what video games are. Nowadays, they're like, okay, we're going to give you checkpoints. We're going to give you chances to heal up or whatever. And we want you to continue through this story unfettered by any uh, frustration of having to like start over or, you know, throwing the controller into the TV screen. Yeah, like Contra didn't. I mean, it had a story, I guess, because there was a thing at the end that told you what happened. Yeah, the vile red falcon. <laughs> But uh, the story was not front and center in that game. No. <laughs> so, and it, I think it's a good thing that games have come along. Yeah. And, you know, cheat codes have evolved along with them. 
this last time I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, I actually started without any cheat codes, but I got a few missions in. I mean, well, maybe I got a decent little chunk in, but I was just like, man, I want weapons. I want a cool car. Like, I... I... Hey, it was Uh, me this time! (laughs) I think it happened on silence, though. That reminds me, I should turn my phone on silent. Again, it just, it made it more fun. Like, uh, sure, it's more challenging to, to have shitty guns and have limited money and shitty cars, but I mean... I was like, man, I can still play through the missions, but actually have more fun because I've got guns and a fast car. Yeah, and you can play through them all once instead of five or six yeah, times well, dying. I don't know. <laughs> now, those cars are pretty squirrely, even even when they're good ones. So some stats on the Konami code. I, I, I went on uh, Wikipedia and counted. Yeah. And there, it was used in 105 Konami games. Wow, and that's just Konami? Yeah. Wow. Outside of that, at least on Wikipedia, like they only had 28 other games listed. Oh, interesting. Uh, one of which was a couple GTA games, apparently in uh, Liberty City Stories and the uh, Definitive Trilogy. You can use the Konami code to turn on big head mode. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Any other games of note? Some stuff that I think we talked about a couple times in the past... Yeah, who who knows anything about that anyway? Yeah, right. I mean, um, we may have listeners that came in two years ago that didn't hear any of this. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, they used it in that one to unlock the the nineteen eighty six mode. They called it where you where you moved like the original Castlevania, like you had the you know the the kind of Castlevania jumps Boo. instead of the standard jumps. That was and, the worst part about Castlevania. <laughs> but yeah, it made it feel like. You know, the NES original Castlevania, um, which was cool. Because I know they fucked with us in uh, in Super C, where they like they made you do like a backwards one, and you'd only get 10 lives. I think they did that in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the Turtles in Time one. So where... that would have been 3, because yeah, 2 maybe. was the arcade. Oh, yeah. So where everything, yeah, everything was backwards. And that's that's the code you had to use. So they've they've tweaked it here and there, but it's all variations on the same tune. Yeah. The Batman Returns game for Super NES had it. I've heard it's a thing in Dance Dance Revolution. I never got into that, but... Oh, yeah, you can stomp on those. I don't know what you're doing for BA, but, you know, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Probably just that. (laughs) Yeah, and then I know in Gradius 3, if you put it in, it made you blow up. (laughs) <laughs> you had to do. A, you had to do. I don't remember what the variation is, but you had to do a different one in order to get something good, like the like a, a swap up of it. Good, yeah. You know, <laughs> at least in one of the games, they're they're fucking with you for trying to cheat. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I man, I can't remember which ones there, but some of them, it would bring up like a thing that was like, "Thank you for buying the game," or like it just bring up a message being like, "Yeah, we know." <laughs> <laughs> nice try, dickhead. So, what are some other? memorable cheat codes from games that uh that you hold near and dear to your heart the next set of cheat codes that really ingrained themselves into my brain can i take a guess or can i just say one of the quotes yeah sure or one of the cheats i d d q d fuck yeah doom <laughs> uh yes the doom codes i like i i, I still to this day i can remember i d d q d IDKFA. Yep. IDK. ID- so IDDQD was God mode. IDKFA was all weapons. Well, all weapons and full armor. Oh yes. And um, and keys, I think too. I think you got all the yep. keys. Uh, and then IDS piss pop D. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was IDS piss popped. 
Yeah, Ides piss popped, <laughs> uh, which got uh, was no clipping. No clipping. Where you just run through walls, and then ID choppers, where you got the fucking chainsaw. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Was that one in the first one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh wow, I believe so. I played a lot of Doom. They all kind of blend together, but yeah. So Doom was one of those games when I was younger that I had a hard time with. Like it was not easy for me. I didn't have a lot of patience. You know, trying to figure out which doors to go through and figure things out. I'd I'd been using those codes since the very moment I learned them. You know, like like I, I beat the game through having, you know, God mode, all weapons, and no clipping. That's the only way I beat it when I was a kid. It wasn't until, I want to say about 20, what, what year did you move away? Uh, 2010. Okay, so it would have been like 2009, because it was, it was at that house that you lived in. Where I, I, I bought it on uh, on the Xbox, and I finally went through and beat the entire first Doom game without using any cheats. Nice. All three episodes or just the the first one? No, I think I did all three. Yeah. Because yeah. my, uh, my next goal was to have done it with Doom 2, and I, uh, I, got, I got a ways in there, but I, didn't, I never actually finished it. What but difficulty yeah. did you play it on? Just normal. I didn't do it on the, on the crybaby one or whatever, you know, but... Yeah, yeah. he's got the little pacifier in his mouth well i think that <laughs> came in might have been doomed too for that uh did it because i the first thing i remember the pacifier on was the the revamp of uh wolfenstein oh maybe and he also had a little bonnet yeah but no i never went like full gore blood like ultra violence yeah 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 because yeah. there was ultra violence hurt me plenty is what i always played yeah on. i think that was the middle one because i think after hurt me plenty was bring it on yeah and maybe. then ultra violence yeah, and then uh, I'm not, I, I'm too young to die. That was, that was the easy one. Well, do you know what IDS Piss Pop D stood for? No. do the, I didn't know any of these stand for anything. Oh, they all stand for something. Oh, cool. Yeah, like IDKFA, I mean, the ID is ID yeah. from ID Software. It's software, yeah. KFA was Keys Full Armor. Oh, yeah. DQD, I guess, was like a pseudo fraternity that one of the programmers had in college called Delta Q Delta. Which is like his friend group. That's what they called themselves. So he's like, all right, that's going to be God mode. Yeah. And uh, S Piss Pop D was short for smashing pumpkins into small pieces of putrid debris. <laughs> okay. Which came, I guess it came from, there was like an internal id software or ID software. I think it's id. I mean, it I've always it, called yeah. it id. Uh, id software in memo that uh, where I guess people kept asking like where can we find doom or something i don't I don't know what the context band it was but they were like it was i don't know if it was a joke maybe but it went out to all employees saying like hey next time we make a game make it with a name you know a longer name not something short like doom how about smashing pumpkins into small pieces of putrid debris <laughs> and it just kind of stuck and apparently someone later made a game called that i've not played it but must have been great yeah <laughs> it's got a great title <laughs> but uh those were sweet, man. Being able to like pull up a chainsaw. I mean, God mode and chainsaw. That was one of my classic, uh, doom run throughs would I, I, you know, I'm untouchable. I've got a chainsaw. I'm just going to leatherface every single one of you <laughs> motherfuckers. And it was great. Well, yeah. And you had a chance to try early on, like the plasma rifle and the BFG because you know, th those things don't pop up until later on in the game. Yeah. And as someone who really couldn't get far in the game on his own, like, it was very frustrating to not be able to use these awesome fucking weapons. You know, like, I, I, I want them. Give them to me. But I, I couldn't. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take them. I want to shoot a big green beam and turn everybody to mush. Yeah. 
Oh, God bless that game. We we do have to do a Doom episode one oh, day. Oh, absolutely. And we'll actually watch that movie with The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it. <laughs> one of the other ones that I remember, that I, I you may not have ever played this one. I don't remember. Not. Rise of the Triad. Did you ever play Rise of the Triad? I remember that title and i feel like did it have like a blue guy with like it looked like like sunglasses on his face but it was like built into his face yeah it was about like a cult like you were like you were it was it was a doom clone except it had like full aiming um uh probably closer to quake in in timeline i would say but but still closer to like duke nukem 3d maybe Anyway, I played the shit out of that game when I was a kid, and you're fighting like cultists and all this stuff. And uh, I, I still remember three of the codes from that: uh, London, which uh, just made it foggy, and you would type, <laughs> you would type it backward. You type Nodlon to make it not foggy anymore. That makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure why that one stuck with me. It's not a very interesting code. <laughs> but then uh, Woof turned you, you allowed you to become a dog, and you could run around in dog mode, biting people. And that was super fun. <laughs> No, I don't think I ever played it. Like I remember the uh, the title, but I it was a good game. I feel like I just saw advertisements in a comic book, but now that I'm looking this up online, like I don't, I don't think that's the game that that I was thinking of with like the blue guy. Oh yeah, I, I'm I, not seeing it anywhere. I remember buying it at that computer store near like the dollar store in Folsom where we used to, where I had the one where I had my birthday, where we did the doom land party. Yeah. We played doom two, four player head to head. That was revolutionary. That was fucking you amazing. don't remember the name of that place. You ready for it? It was software solutions. Software. Yeah, yes. It was definitely software <laughs> solutions. It's a boring ass name for a video game store. Yeah. My parents were not big on the whole doom thing. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, and then the other one I remember for that was John Woo. Which huh. gave you two guns. Oh, I so, do see lots of screenshots with two guns. Yeah, yeah. I thought cool. it was going to make some doves fly across the screen. <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, yeah, you could double fist in that game, which was pretty cool. What about you? You got any memorable cheat codes? Oh, geez, what what cheat codes aren't memorable? No, I mean, yes, I've got a list, but no, I think I think the one that uh, that the one game that I use cheat codes in the most, probably uh, besides what we've talked about already is a uh, grand theft auto oh yeah like with gta 3 vice city like just to be able to unlock weapons and get cool cars and then do what you're supposed to be doing in the game which is completing missions and being an upstanding citizen and <laughs> you know just fucking shit up like i can't do that when i've started the game and i have no money and i have a baseball bat like no i want to to shoot things and i want to get a car that will go really fast and control really well so i can run over pedestrians thing about gta codes though is like i tried and like i don't remember like i don't think i could do any of them from memory maybe if i had the controller no. in my hand i could like a 20 percent chance that i might yeah, muscle no. memory one but i could not tell you what the button presses are to save my life because no. there's usually like 13 of them yeah, and I went back and started playing. I got a San Andreas on Xbox One um, when when they put those remasters out, and um, I could, you know, I, of course I didn't remember any of those. But then once I started putting them in, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. A bunch of them started with like R one, R two, L one, R two, and then you know, You'd spin circles. around in a circle. Yes, and then press some buttons. Yeah, which is really annoying. Yeah, I remember trying it like 
10 times and was like, why won't this fucking work? Well, and back when we were playing it on the PlayStation, because that's what we played it on mostly back in the day, those earlier ones, they didn't have the the full like diagonal button D-pad. It was just it was just the four buttons. So you could roll your thumb on it and it would work. But in this one, it's registering extra button presses. So you actually have to individually jam down up up left down right up oh, left down right no or at least that was my experience gross that's yeah. way worse yeah it, it was really annoying but i mean spawning a fucking tank like come on spawning the rhino spawning a dodo yeah remember doing that even though the dodo kind of sucked well you know once once vice city rolled around rolled out and you could actually yeah, fly for a real plane yeah then then that was fun because I, I don't remember what the uh what the seaplane was called but that, that you know that was your plane um, in, in Grand Theft Auto 3, like not. It was bullshit. Yeah. Having Very. the clipped wings, you know, so you couldn't fly it like that. Oh, that, that bummed me out. But I mean, in, uh, in San Andreas, there isn't even a plane. You know, you can get a helicopter, but. Helicopter's cool, but it's, it was hard to fly. Yeah. But I mean, in that one, you also got the jetpack for the first time. Yeah. Which was cool. Kind Yeah, it was kind of a lame-ass jetpack, too. Yeah, it's probably what it would be like in real life, which is lame. It's not like Rocketeer. Yeah, I don't want real life. Yeah. The ones I remember from GTA the most, like like when I was going through my memory, I I put them into three categories. There was like standard ones, like, you know, full health, all weapons, um, you know, turning your wanted level up or down, Mm -hmm. standard shit like that. Vehicle stuff, spawning vehicles. Uh, the flying cars one was cool, where you could turn any car into a plane. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Lo- like the low gravity. They, and- they didn't uh, control very well. No, no. <laughs> low gravity and slow mo. Mm-hmm. I remember the, uh, like putting both of those on, and you could like, like I think it was like moon gravity, or it would make the cars like skid all out, and you could like jump, and uh, and, and turning slow mo on was fun. But my favorite ones were the chaos ones, where you could just cause trouble, like. The destroy all cars ones, you could just like go into the middle of the street and just make all the fucking cars blow up. Oh wow, I'd that forgotten. One was cool. Uh, and then the the ones the there was the pedestrians hate you one where everyone tried to kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like 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 in the game when I, when you fuck with a rival gang, yeah. and then from then on, you know, if you're in their territory, they're coming after you. Everyone wanted to kill you. I remember oh, doing I you know, about where we go, we'd get all weapons, put our wanted level on five, and make everyone hate us and just. Fucking all right, to the death. <laughs> See who could cause the most destruction. And then the other one that was fun was making all the pedestrians fight each other. So like everywhere you went, it was just like a fucking riot. It was great. That's right. These like Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice City cheats, I've totally forgotten about. But we had so much fun with those two games. That was a special time in life. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We're in our early twenties with feckless bums with nothing, nothing to do and no plans. Yeah. We definitely had a hole in our feck. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I mean, and it it even continued into GTA Five. Well, in GTA Four, they they instituted the cell phone system where you could activate yeah. a cheat with the cell phone, or and then and then you would have it in your phone book. Um, which okay, that's fine. But I love the GTA Five, or I guess GTA Online cheat system where you it's just got a menu you just and you pick them. Yeah, you're like, this is what I want to do, and it's fucking great, man. Explosive bullets. Super high jumps, you know, invincibility. Explosive fists, man. That one's cool. Like you like you can jump, you could leap tall buildings in a single bound and punch cars and have them explode, punch cops in the face and they go flying. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Yeah. Uh, 
that's the shit I really love cheat codes for is just making games more fun or making them ridiculous. Like it's not a cheat code, but even stuff like Towerfall Ascension, when you have all the mods, you know, you mm-hmm. make it make the floor all slippery and and just screw screw with everything to make it a, an insane shit show. Yeah, I love that stuff. Well, and that, that I think that's the beauty about uh, about Grand Theft Auto is that the whole point of it is to do whatever you want and fuck with whatever you want. So when you like the cheat codes, just like it doesn't, it doesn't break the game at all. Like it, it really just gives you more opportunity to do the things you want to do just in different ways and more fun ways. Sometimes like who playing GTA doesn't want more things to explode or things to explode yeah. more easily. Like it, it just, it makes it more fun. And then if you don't, you know, if you don't want to, uh, to be blowing, if you want to actually punch somebody and just have them get hurt, you can turn it off. It's like an unofficial game mode for GTA with us. And we may have talked about this in our GTA episode. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. uh, But I mean, Rampage, where we just, uh, like, there's no points or anything. It was just, we'd take turns. You'd, uh, you know, get all of the ammo and guns you needed. You'd get yourself whatever car you needed. You'd put your wanted level on five stars and you would just wreck shop. Well, and that was the thing. Like, you do the cheat codes so you can have your cool shit. Yeah. But you don't do them again. Like, you don't heal yourself in the middle of your rampage. And you you see how much chaos you can sow before you die. Yeah. I mean, that's great. It was like a whole different game mode that wasn't official in the game. Yeah, it's true. You got to make yourself. Just a group of friends making their own rules. And I mean, like, I, I don't remember ever, like, purposely setting my wanted level high. Like, that's the joy of, of starting your rampage is getting it there. You got to run over a lot of pedestrians before you get to, to, you know, a significant amount of stars. And I did. <laughs> I mean, some, some other cheat codes of note that I remember from when I was a kid. One was, uh, was Kid Icarus because that game is hard yeah. as fuck. So I just remember a cheat code when I was a kid where it would put you on the very last level and you have all of your upgrades. You can fly. You've got like turbo arrows. And that's the only way I've beaten the game. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I mean, I laugh like I've beaten that game. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I have not. Yeah, you get a kiss from the princess. You turn into a uh, into a full-grown adult or something or a young man. Um, yeah, it's real great. Um, another one I wanted to, to mention was the uh, Genesis Mortal Kombat Blood Code. Oh, yes, that's like, right. That was very important to me as a child yeah. because the Super Nintendo one that Preston had, um, or I think he had it, or he was the Super Nintendo kid, I was the Genesis kid, but it did not have any blood and it had no option for blood. But the Genesis one, you could turn that blood on, get yourself some fatalities and just some, even just some regular blood. I mean, do fatalities count as cheat codes? Ugh. I mean, there are a sequence of button presses that were secret that nobody told you about that, <laughs> that accomplished that something had cool. you do something cool. <laughs> Maybe. I, I had the same problem I had with lots of cheat codes where they were a fucking pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had to do them over and over and over to get them right. Yeah. And with the fatalities, you had to, I mean, I'm sure we talked about this in our Mortal yeah. Kombat episode. You had to get to the point where it's yeah. time to do a fatality you and you have chance. that one shot. Um. Another uh, another code that that didn't improve the game uh, was Punch Out. Getting right to Mike Tyson because you can <laughs> yeah. put that code in, <sighs> but you're fucked. I mean, I guess I remember later on in life, like 
fighting my way to Mike Tyson. And then I was like, okay, now I can use the code to get back yeah, there. If you, yeah. If you lose, yeah, you can jump right. Cause you gotta be warmed up when you get to Tyson. Yeah. You're not just gonna, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there that could just pop it in, go straight to Tyson and whoop his ass. Fuckers. That person is not me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Mike Tyson is a tough motherfucker. Yeah. I've never beaten him. I've, I've only ever seen somebody beat him by decision. That was our buddy, Kyle. Yeah. Who's been on the show. So generally a cheat code is something that is put into the game by the developer that you can find out about, you know, later, like it's in the code already. You know, yeah. it's not like, uh, it's not like the hacks they have now for like first person shooters where they've got like aim bots and shit where, you know, it's outside software where they can, uh, basically it makes them hit the target all the time or they can see people through walls. And that's what like all the anti cheat software is about now. Wow. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Fuck that. So, uh, but third-party cheats started with a little gem uh, called the Game Genie. Oh, that thing. A little golden in-between brick of wonder that uh, I had when I was a kid for the NES and had hours of fun with it. <laughs> I knew a couple people that had it, but I never had one myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Game Genie was badass. You know, for those not in the know, basically you'd put it in between the cartridge and the console and you'd uh, it'd have like a little screen where you could enter some codes out of a book. Mm-hmm. It had the book with like games by title yep. and then what codes you could put in for yep, it. And, wh and uh, on what they'd do. And, uh, and it would change little things about the game. Like it wasn't going to change, you know, you couldn't like play as Mario in Zelda. Yeah, it wasn't rewriting like code to that level. Yeah, it was very minute things, but significant things like the number of lives you had, mm -hmm. the number of ammo you had, the types of weapons you had, how high you could jump, how physics acted. The money you could collect if that was, you know, yeah. like like Zelda, I'm sure it had like a, you know, 999 rupees. Yep, definitely. And it was just a rad little device and it, and I used it largely for the same thing. Like you go in and uh play as, you know, in uh you could play as Bison in Street Fighter. <laughs> which is cool wait for nintendo no for the super nintendo one. oh okay oh you had a super nintendo game genie no but my uh what's his uh one of our friends had the one for super nintendo but it was oh, just okay. a cool example of like a neat thing you couldn't do without one you could just fuck around in games you could turn slow-mo on or or low gravity and jump super high because it would just change the jump value in the code yeah basically the system would call from to pull something from the ROM on the, on the cartridge. And it would just, you know, take that value and swap it out for another one. And you could enter up to three codes at a time. I think that's wild. I mean, I, I, I feel like more than anything, I used it to get extra lives. And then I feel like there was a, a game or two where, where I like, I feel like there, like there was a mega man one where it could just be like rapid fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like that, they like that was had, something I played. Yeah. They definitely had a lot of rapid fire things. Which, or you could just buy the controller with the turbo and <laughs> yeah, do the same thing up to the point that, you know, you, there was the, you hit the sprite limit. Oh yeah. I guess that, that was the problem with Mega Man. Yeah. You oh, can only so, have so many objects on the screen at a time. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game, but still like, you know, like a five blast burst. Yeah. Freaking useful. Um, but, but the, the game genie was made by a, a company called Codemasters out of the UK and, uh. And it, I think Galoob sold it in the U.S. That sounds right. And uh, and like as soon as they announced they were gonna th that they were gonna be selling it, Nintendo sued the fuck out of them. Yeah, I, I I feel like we may have talked about this in our Nintendo episode, but since I don't remember yeah, for talk sure, about it again. Yeah, 
Uh, like I guess they, Gloob actually went to Nintendo and was like, yo, this is what we want to do. It's going to be rad. You want to, is this okay? And they were like, no. And Sega said, sure. Fucking Sega, I love you so much. Uh, I think the Sega told them they couldn't use it on games that had internal saves, though. Because they were worried about it monkeying up the save system or something. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you could always just do it and put a disclaimer on there. Like, don't yeah. use codes on this. It might fuck it up. But but Nintendo sued them and delayed the release in America for th- three years. Jeez. Tied up in courts. But they lost. And then were ordered to pay $16 million to Galoob for lost profits. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And And they made it their mission thereafter to make the game genie not work anymore because nintendo nintendo hates you doing fun things with their properties that they don't want you to do yeah yeah they're like they don't need like they put cease and desist letters out to streamers playing games online be like we own mario you can't stream super mario sunshine like fuck you fucking assholes yeah they're kind of pricks about it but uh, so like they redesign you know they put out redesigned consoles like uh, like a redesigned Super Nintendo where it wouldn't fit in anymore, and Gloob sent out uh, adapters to anyone who asked for them for free. <laughs> they they put like a thing that would ch- try and check if the game genie was there, and the game wouldn't load if it was. But most of the time, you could put in a game genie code that would get around it. So it just used up one of your code slots, one of your three code slots. Yeah. So they're just being dicks is what it came down to. Wow. And they had to market it as a video game enhancer because they didn't want to be, they didn't want to call it like a cheat device. Yeah, not a, not a hacker. Although that might have sounded cool back then. Back when we were kids and the word hacker meant like you were some fucking edgy fucking cool dude. Because that's, I mean, your rollerblades and your uh, your bleached hair and wacky outfits like in that movie. Hackers. Hackers. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, boy, did I think that was cool when I was a kid. Oh, boy. Oh, I started walking around with a laptop pretending I was going to start hacking things. I was going to hack the Gibson. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Uh, the, well, the, the coolest thing about the Game Genie was the way it was set up, like new games could come out and then they would figure out what codes they could use with it and, and they could issue new codes. They had like a subscription service where you'd get like a newsletter that had all the new codes in it and you could like put your own codes in and most of the time they would do nothing or break the game. <laughs> but you could figure out yeah. <laughs> some, some new stuff because all it does is it says like at this address on the ROM, replace this value with this value. And so once they were able to like map the ROM of a game, once it came out, they, you know, they could figure out what they could tweak and throw a list of codes together. Jeez, that's wild. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't need Nintendo's permission to do it. It was, it was, it was freaking <laughs> awesome. Oh. Do you remember their commercials at all? I just remember the animation of the red dude, like yeah. holding his arms up and then the electricity coming around yeah, go, stuff, going yeah. over the game genie thing. But no, was there something awesome? They completely ripped off Bill and Ted. Oh, what? They had like Bill and Ted stand in actors acting exactly like Bill and Ted, not calling each other Bill and Ted, but very much riding on the coattails of Bill yeah, and Ted. Yeah, Bob, Bob S. Austin <laughs> Esquire. Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. I want to watch this. Wow, these guys look like Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. I haven't even started it just from the thumbnail. Game over? No way! Because we got Game Genie! We tell you when it's over. With Game Genie, I decide how many lives I get. I use it when I want to live forever. Play to the end and win. Maybe I want to 
15. No problem. Makes cool games like Street Fighter 2 more exciting. That's frustrating. This game genie, it ain't over. So we say it's over. Excellent. Game genie for NES, Super NES, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy. Called so many popular games, each sold separately. Wow. Yeah, you could not have a more direct ripoff. Whoa, like, I mean, <laughs> they're playing, like, air guitar making noises, like, their little, like, head movements and stuff. They say, like, excellent. Wow, that was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> even, like, their hairstyles and clothing styles, like, it was... Yeah. I mean, shit. Blatant. Yeah, they, they, they pulled a cheat code on fucking character copyright laws, too. Wow. <laughs> that was a fun commercial, though. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the 90s, pure and simple. Um, and I guess most modern emulators have a Game Genie function where you can use all the old Game Genie codes still, and they work. And there's like a, 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 a like actual communities out there still who are trying to or, or who are finding new Game Genie codes that you can use. Oh, that's fucking awesome! I yeah. wonder how much those things cost. Well, I mean, you don't need like I said, you can the emulators you have probably haven't built in. No, I'm I'm sorry, I I, I totally spaced out, and I was thinking about the original uh, the original system. Like, if you had an old Nintendo, like, how much would it cost you to find a uh, a pristine Game Genie and book? The book would be the tough. Oh, well, the book. Oh, it's probably online. It's, on, it's probably you get that on the in. internet. But the book, my book, by the end of my Game Genie's life, uh, was fucking trashed because yeah. it had been in a young boy's room for years. <laughs> it was all dog-eared and pages were ripped. What do you say, Ben? You want to take a little break? Uh, sure. Okay, let's do it. Hey, this is Chris. And Lance. Asking you to check out our podcast, Comic Book Keepers. Each episode features one hero, villain, team, or series. Learn history behind a wide variety of comic book characters and creators. Get recommendations on what storylines to read. Uncover how characters were created. Highlight adaptations in media and answer comic fandom's what-if questions. You can find us on all major streaming platforms or on most social media at CBKCast. And remember, keep your friends close, but your comic books closer. Welcome back. Hey. So I think uh, with what we were talking about earlier about how we're doing kind of mini episodes, uh, or at least with this one here, there isn't much to talk about as far as structure goes, you know, like first impression of a, of a cheat code clearly it's the it's the contra code um i mean favorite use in pop culture like can you think of a time when i mean other than the family guy and wreck it ralph references that we made earlier i mean i don't really have a favorite use of cheat codes yeah in uh in pop culture i mean like when we picked this topic the thought was you know this is a good one for a mini episode because it probably doesn't have enough to talk about but uh, boy, can we blather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Originally, it was like, yeah, we can get a half hour out of that yeah. for a small little guy. I mean, I guess, would it be a cheat cheat code kind of in uh, in pop culture if like, what, in that movie, The Wizard, didn't he use the like duck behind the back of the uh, the level in Mario 3? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I thought about that, but I don't think I'd call that a cheat code because it's it was more of a... There wasn't a code involved. It was just kind of like a secret thing you could do, or like yeah, yeah, secret is probably uh probably yeah, a or more the things apt. that like speedrunners use, you know, um, in like Mario sixty four, where like they can they jump like off the screen through something and then end up at the boss levels, you know, so they can speed, you know, where they clip through walls and like just use oh, exploits and bugs so that you could beat a game in like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like it's, it's a different kind of cheating. It's not a cheat code. 
Well, when I was making my notes earlier, I was just, uh, you know, sort of farting around looking at cheat codes just to try to remind myself of, uh, of stuff that I saw when I was younger. But I actually came across a few things that were pretty cool that I didn't know about uh, that, I, that I figured I'd bring up. All right. So one of the codes I came across um, actually came from, from a more well-known code, which is the, uh, the big head mode. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. I think it it may have started with uh, or at least somebody was crediting crediting it with starting with um NBA Jam. Yeah, I remember it in NBA Jam for sure. Yeah, and I I remember it mostly from Goldeneye. You know, playing uh, with a uh, DK mode where you had giant heads and long arms. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um and apparently it, I I saw a screenshot it also popped up in like the Batman Arkham games and that looked Awesome. Really? I've yeah. not seen that. That's fun. <laughs> um, but there was another one for M- for NBA Jam that I just thought was fucking awesome. It was, I mean, this was a later iteration of NBA Jam um, from, uh, you know, the early 2000s. But they had a Republican versus Democrat cheat where you could play as George Bush, Barack Obama, <laughs> Joe Biden, and uh, what's her ass? The uh, vice presidential candidate with uh, from Alaska, with McCain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh boy, shoot deer! I can shoot can deer from Russia my, from her house. Yes, that's what uh, it was. Yeah, I don't remember her name, and I don't care. Oh wow! Uh, oh, I almost had it. Nope. Okay, but those were were the heads I saw, and it was fucking hilarious. Did they have big heads too? Um, they didn't seem giant, like, like big head mode, but they seemed larger than normal. NBA Jam always kind of had slightly larger than normal heads, probably just so that you could recognize who you were playing with. Yeah. You know, when, when it started out back in, you know, the 16 bit days or, or even the early arcades, like, uh, is that Scotty Pippen? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, another one I saw. This one seems like it's a little more well known, but I had never heard of it before. So you know how at the end of uh, at the end of Metroid, you know Samus like does that blinky thing, and then it reveals Samus like in a swimsuit, and you're like, oh shit, it's been a woman the entire time. This is blowing my mind. Yes. Apparently, there's a code where you type in, uh, I think it's as the name Justin Bailey, and you start the game as uh, swimsuit Samus. At the end, do you put your suit on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but apparently it's been a big mystery. Like, nobody knows where that code came from, what it means. Did you say you put in the code Justin Bailey? Yeah. How do you do that on Metroid? I think that... Oh, I, like, as the name? Yeah, as your name. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, you know, people were like, who's this Justin Bailey? Why does this work? Like, nobody knows. Huh. Or at least well, nobody's like, saying. I remember in, uh, is it Symphony of the Night, where if you... Richter? Yeah, you put after, in, after you've beaten beat over it. over a hundred percent. Yeah, then you put Richter in, and then you—that's how you can play as as Richter yeah. Belmont, right? Yep. Yeah. And there was also, you know, for the for the second quest in Zelda, you had to start the game under the name Zelda, um, or maybe that was the way to start the second quest without having played through the first. I don't remember, but put in the name Zelda at some point. You're going to be playing uh, playing the second quest. And another one that I just thought was funny, this isn't a big, big deal or anything, but apparently in Metal Gear Solid 3, a series which is notoriously not up my alley, because I do not sneak, I do not have patience, I don't figure things out, I don't use my brain when I play video games. I like Metal Gear Solid. I bet you do. So did you know in, uh, in Metal Gear Solid 3, the final boss of the game, uh, you're fighting like some sniper out in the woods. 
I think it's the final boss. Maybe it's not, but which one's three? Uh, I think one of the PlayStation ones. Yes, and I, I think it was. Uh, uh, didn't have like a snake, snake catcher or snake something. Snake eater. Yeah, I maybe. never played that one. I, I think yeah, I think that's the one where where you're in the woods a bunch and you have to like kill things to eat. Like snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I did not. I don't think I played that one. Well, if it's not the final one. It is a boss, but I think the, the, the video I was watching said it was the final boss. <clears throat> Apparently it's a very difficult thing because you have to sneak up on this guy and you're in the fucking jungle. You know, and, and you're both hiding. He's a fucking sniper. Um, so I, I hear it's difficult and frustrating. Uh, those entire games are, and that's why I don't play them. But apparently if you go in and you switch the uh, the date on your playstation system ahead seven days you like get back into the game and you read a newspaper or something that this guy has died of old age (laughs) you just skip the fight entirely and you win (laughs) does so do you have to set it up or like if you just like rage quit and come back seven days later does it still happen no i think you actually have to you have to switch the time on your system Interesting. Yeah. Because that would be kind of like, funny if like you like threw your joint, fuck this guy, I'll come back later. And then you come back and it's like, ha he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it doesn't work for like two or three days. Like it's seven days is the mark and he dies of old age while he's out there trying to hunt you. I love that. <laughs> That's fucking great. But yeah, man. I mean, cheat codes. What can we say? They're fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think it's the... Uh, I mean, I don't really have a one-word review either, because it's like, what is it? Cheat-tastic. Uh, fun. Yeah. Advantageous. So I've got, I've got a three-word review. There they are. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I don't know what to say that I haven't said already. Like, I enjoy cheat codes. I'm, I'm not somebody who, like I was just saying, I don't have a lot of patience. I don't have, especially not anywhere near the patience I had when I was a kid. And even then, it wasn't as as much as everyone else is like I, I think i've mentioned this before like i've never just straight beaten zelda with without consulting a walkthrough or anything like i i don't have that kind of patience in me like it's one thing if you're playing contra and you have to start the game over and you have to spend that 20 minutes to get back to where you were you know like that i'm okay with that i played a lot of bionic commando as a kid like that that was probably the limit of my of my patience there yeah, cheat codes are fun. I I enjoy them. They they improve the experience for me almost all the time. Like I can't think of a cheat code that would ruin a game for me. And the thing about cheat codes is they're fully optional. So yeah, like you don't. <laughs> That's right. You, you know, you don't need to use them. Like they're they're there just to. They're like the salt on the table at the restaurant. You know, like if you if you need it, it's there. If you don't, if it ain't hurting anything. Yeah, yeah, and nobody's gonna put like you know, dried granulated shit on the table. Yeah. You know, and, like if there was a cheat code where it was like fire less bullets or have less health or jump smaller. I mean, there are those. <laughs> there, are, there are definitely I'm not cheats use them. that make games harder. Wow. Um, like make enemies harder. Like uh, Rise of the Triad had one that was just kill you. Like you just die. Like, I don't know why you'd ever use it. I mean, I imagine they were all there for the developers to test things, and sometimes yeah. they might just want to die, you know. <laughs> but uh, I've always approached 
cheats as like the spice of video games. When you've kind of completed the game as much as you're going to complete it, whether that's beating it or getting frustrated or getting to a point where you're just kind of bored with it, Mm -hmm. going back and being able to like jump twice as high uh, or you know, spawn whatever you want, have whatever, you know, just kind of being able to make it less of a path and more of a playground is a really cool way to get some more life out of the game. Yeah. And uh, stuff like the blood code or like ones that let you chop people's arms and legs off, you know, things that make the game more visceral and fun. It's fucking great. And, and, and putting like the blood cheat, being able to put that as a cheat code in Mortal Kombat allowed them to get that game out the door without having people's parents freak out because it's like hey you know if you're gonna look this code up and you're gonna put it in that's fucking on you man yeah it's optional yeah and so it allowed people to kind of do more with games and it just allows you to get some more life out of that old game that uh, maybe you'd be kind of bored with otherwise yeah it's like cheat codes are like the the gravy on the on the the video game biscuit yeah. Or the hot sauce on the video game breakfast burrito. I'm not even that hungry. I don't know why I'm coming up with mm, food metaphors. Gray. You yeah, have to say salt. So my one word review will be spice. Mine will be <laughs> gravy. <laughs> mm. um, uh, on that note, I got to go eat dinner. Um, all right. Uh, well, thank you very much, folks, for coming out to this uh, this not-so-mini episode today. Um, if you want to let us know how we did, you know what to do. Send us a message at uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com, or you can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Geeksploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Pod. You can also call us, and that would be the most awesome way to do it, because we'll put you on the show at 916-ORC-TURD. That is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Do it. And if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, please go by uh, Apple Podcast or Podchaser and leave us a R1, R1, circle, R2, left, right, left, right, left, right review. Uh, make sure you do that five times because we, we want a five-star review. Uh, also, uh, we've got merch at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. We're part of the Geekly Grind podcast network, which you can find at thegeeklygrind.com. And uh, our theme song is Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And remember, you've destroyed the vile red falcon and saved the universe. You should consider yourself a hero.